Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brutes, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me, as always, is Matt and Erica. What's up, Brutes listeners? Thank you so much for listening to our episode last week with Vox and Hop Podcast, Neil from Gilded Skull, Widowmaker, in the band Summoner. Summoner. That's right. <laughs> so uh, we had a lot of fun with that episode, and man, did that beer slap. Slippy Great. slap. Yeah. So we are going to be doing an awesome interview in Sterling, Virginia. Oh, yeah. Who are we interviewing this week, Erica? We're interviewing Rocket Frog. It's just Rocket Frog. It's just Rocket Frog. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's more to it, but Rocket Frog's the important part. Yeah, this, <laughs> this um, area seems pretty awesome. Uh, it's that, you know, Delaware, Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of coming breweries. Yeah, tons of restaurants, a lot of, a lot of stuff to do down there. Um, they're right outside, like you were saying, D.C. Yep. So um, if you go to that area, you know, it's easy to just go everywhere. Yeah, I love the D.C. area because you can do a lot of stuff for free in, for in D.C. Free. You can go to like all the Smithsonian's and enjoy quite a bit of a day for free. Um, and then what's better than free stuff and then going to breweries? You know. Hey, it's free. It's me. It's free. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've been drinking a lot of stuff. Um, I've stuff. notably been drinking a lot of seltzers as it's been getting hotter. Mm, indeed. Um, I know last week you mentioned the Hoot seltzers, and that yeah. kind of inspired me to get some Hoot seltzers. Yes. And I know that I'm a fan of the Hoot seltzers, but I'm more a fan of the night shift teas. Oh, you know, I haven't had any of those recently. Yeah. They are good though. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Ryan, do you have a go-to non-beer for the summer? Oh, non-beer in the summer. That's hard. Does a Rattler count? It's Definitely. Like half Why beer, not? half lemonade. Why not? Yeah. You know what? It does. Notch has a great Rattler. And Sylvaticus, Sylvaticus has a great, has a great, great Rattler. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's just like, it's super refreshing. It's, it's, this is the thing. Some breweries, they don't do it right. Like sometimes they put way too much lemonade in there. Yep. Mm. Like I want a half and half, you know? Next week, we need to discuss what's the difference between a Shanty and a Rattler. I think it's shandy. Shandy. It's shandy. Yeah, shandy, sorry. Shanty. No, what's the difference between a shanty and a, and nope. a, sh- a shandy? shandy no, no, no. I want to know what the difference between that is. A shanty. A shanty no, and I'm a just shandy. Being a di- I'm just being a jerk. Oh, I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> a shandy. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But I think that does sort of count. But yeah. do you have like a mixed drink that you'd go to? A mixed drink? Um, y- You know what? This is gonna sound weird. The the girliest, fruitiest thing you can fucking get. Delicious. Like, not a problem. Yeah, nah. I'm like, oh, you know what? What pina colada? Frozen. Mm. I hate. I, I love like, frozen. I love frozen drinks. I'm gonna be honest with you. I hate that it's like that's the girliest drink, right? Because shouldn't even call that. Those drinks, honestly, are so powerful. Oh my like ninety percent of the time, like they have more booze than anything else. Oh, absolutely. So it's like, especially when you're on a cruise, like yeah, they just <laughs> you're, you're, you're jack done. it up. Yeah, you're yeah. done. Uh, Erica, do you have? You've mentioned the seltzers. Yeah, so but- hard seltzers are great. Um, I do enjoy the teas. Um. Oh, you know what I really love? I love sangria. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, sangria is amazing in the summer. Um, I actually recently had Down East. They are making a sangria now. Yeah. Now, are it's you more- excellent. Are you more of a red sangria or a white sangria? I could do both. I yeah. generally have red sangria just because I usually have red wine yeah. in the house. But um, yeah, either way. Recently, I've been a fan of like the white sangrias mm. because I prefer like grapes. I do love ch- like peaches and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it's like a really nice, mellow Definitely. sangria. Definitely. But I had vodka to my sangria. Why not? Why not? Right. 
All right. So we asked our friends on Instagram if they could be an action figure. If there was a Matt action figure, a Sound Guy Ryan fi- action figure, and an Eric an action figure, what would your catchphrase be? And what would your accessories be? And we got a lot of great responses. Indeed. But Ryan, I'm curious. What would be your accessories? Or should we just tell you what they would be? I think you should just tell me. So I was thinking a backwards baseball hat. Mm. Beer. Yep. A microphone. Sure. And his truck. His truck's iconic. It made it through the woods. It made it through the woods. <laughs> <laughs> would you agree or disagree with those? And would you like to add anything? Um, I think uh, you kind of nailed it. That's about it. It would be yeah. that. Um, In the winter, I'm always wearing flannel. Yeah, flannel. Oh, that's classic, Ryan. Yeah. Classic. Nah, that's, yep. that's about it. Yeah. And I don't know if a hair tie counts. We, You know what's funny? <laughs> Michaela did say a hair tie, so that is funny that you mentioned yeah. that. There you go. It's Eric. like 50-50. All right, so Erica, what would be yours? You kind of mentioned in our in our group chat. Did I? Yeah. What did I say? Oh, I think I you made me tell you what it oh, was. Oh, maybe. What, what was it? It was your dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your Nalgene. You always have mm-hmm. like a cool water bottle. I do. Bottle. I do always yeah. have a cool water bottle. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, beer. Yeah. And then like some workout material because you're always like working out. Yeah. Being some sick leggings. Sure, sick leggings. <laughs> And then you guys can decide mine. Hmm. Maybe his backwards hats. You know, he does wear backwards hats, but sometimes he wears them forward. He does. It's true. So That's maybe the... we just say hat. 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 Okay. Yeah. Hat. Um, um. Maybe his phone. I'm always on my <laughs> phone. Yep. That's a good one. Oh, roller skates. This is all roller <laughs> Yeah, roller skates. Hell 100%. Yeah. So if you... And what would our catchphrase would be? Well, yours is spaghetti about it. Spaghetti Spaghetti about it. it. (laughs) That's a good one. That's That's a good one. That's true. I would say Ryan's is like, no. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) No, No. no, but yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know what mine would be. You do say like meh. 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 But like, I don't want that. I've said a lot lately, but. Can her catchphrase just be her laugh? Yeah, like yes. laugh. That, like yeah. you'd press a button, I'd just give that ridiculous laugh. The pull string on the back would be. Like, <laughs> it's not I, even like that. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> All right. Well, we better get to this Anyways, interview before it gets seriously. a little too weird. If you guys can think of any action figure catchphrases that we should say from listening to us weekly, or you want us to maybe make some action figures, follow us on Patreon <laughs> Why not? because we need support to get all of these awesome interviews like we did in Sterling, Virginia with Rocket Frog. How do you think we get those? Support by our listeners. So if you want to see some action figures coming, smash the subscribe button, smash the like button, and follow us on all major social media networks and uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Until next week. Cheers. Cheers. So Erica and Sound Guy Ryan, it's uh, starting to feel a lot like summer right now. It's getting a little muggy. Yeah. Weather's consistently above 70 degrees, which is... Well, except for this week. Except for this day. Yeah, and but, yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday was like 65. It was wonderful. It, it was nice. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was muggy, though. Okay, well, it will be muggy. <laughs> and typically, But it has been muggy, yeah. and there's been a crap ton of mosquitoes. That's right. And the only reason I knew there was a crap ton of mosquitoes is I saw Ryan's legs this morning. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> and it's safe to say Ryan hates mosquitoes, right? Yeah, I swell up really bad. Like, one little bite looks Not a fan. like a, 
I don't know, like a monster spider bit me in the leg or something. Well, it's safe to say that's why we are interviewing this brewery today, because we know that you hate mosquitoes so much. Yes. And the amphibian that is, you know, the logo, the logo and name of this brewery uh, eats mosquitoes. Thank God. Thank God. (laughs) And Erica, by that Awesome description, the best and I'm description. sure so many of our listeners have hit the plus 30 seconds at this point at this to point, get yep. to the yep. interview. <laughs> Who are we interviewing today? We're interviewing Rocket Frog Brewing Company. And we are talking to our new friend, Richard. How are you, Richard? I'm good. How are you guys? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad I can't see Ryan's swallowed up legs. I know, you're missing out on that beautiful image. Ryan is, he's in the area, he's the the guy in your head that, you know. The voice in your head. The voice in your head, yeah, 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 exactly. But it's like the positive voice in your head. Right, right. He's the good angel. He's the good angel, exactly. Uh, So we start every episode asking our guests their role at the brewery and their first memory of beer. Okay, um, well, like you said, I'm Richard Hartogs. I'm co-owner of Rocket Frog Brewing Company with my twin brother, David. Identical my, or are you guys identical? identical? <sighs> but he's three inches taller than me. Really pisses me off. That's lame. Yep. It is. We're, we're 97% identical in terms of DNA. We've been tested. Uh, <laughs> so my role at the brewery is always pretty fluid. I... Um, depending on the time of year and such, but I, uh, over, I kind of help with outside sales in terms with our distribution. Uh, I help set up events. I oversee the tap room manager a little bit. Um, I don't really need to do much with that. He's pretty good. Um, we have a head brewer who takes care of all the brewing and he's way smarter than I am <laughs> when it comes to that. Um, so I kind of, you know, every day is different. Um, you know, I'm starting to get back into doing the sales calls. Like just, you know, I haven't done that in about a year. Right, really. right. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll be the one who does our events. Um, or sometimes it's just if I have to fill in behind the bar for somebody or, you know, any little job. Yeah. You're like the doer of all. You just help wherever you're needed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I kind of joke sometimes that I've become a non-essential employee. So when it <laughs> snows, I'm not the guy who has to come in. <laughs> so nice. our listeners, they probably saw Rocket Rock Brewing and a lot well, of them are... what's his first memory of beer? Oh, yeah, your first memory oh. of beer. I'm so sorry. I think um, six... I think I was in the six... I mean, beer was always... Around my family, but not in a big way. You know, my dad would just drink one or two Schaefer's. But I think when I was in uh, sixth grade, we went to uh, my friend's club. Like, he was in fifth grade, and his family belonged to this private club in uh, in Annapolis. Well, it turned out it was a nudist colony. And oh. <laughs> it, was, it definitely scarred me. I, I won't get into details. Um but at one point, a bunch of us, we snuck some beer in, and there was, like, a can of, I think it was called Nude Beer. with like, scratch-off things. And, like, that was my first real memory of drinking a beer. And, I mean, it was, so I, I mean, it was bizarre. <laughs> Everything about it was bizarre. So we're going to okay. do a follow-up podcast just on that <laughs> event. <laughs> and 
So I'm, I'm guessing. I think professionals for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing Nudist Colony Brewing was taken as a name. I'm guessing, right? And that's why it, you it know, wasn't considered. That. Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't, wasn't even considered. Okay. Not okay. After that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure some of our listeners are looking up on their phone, uh, Rocky Farm Brewing. Where are you located? Um, and you guys are located in Virginia, correct? Yeah, we're in Sterling, Virginia. Um, a few miles away from Dulles Airport, which is the international airport for Washington, D.C. Nice. Uh, we're about 25 miles, maybe, outside of D.C. Wow. Okay, real close. Yeah, maybe about that, yeah. So, um, yeah, so our, our range is the Northern Virginia and D.C. is where our beers are sold. Actually, our beers are now sold all over the state, but... We consider ourselves a Northern Virginia brewery. Yeah. yeah. What is that um, area called? I, I forget the the DC. Uh, oh, the DMV. DMV. Yeah. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> what is the? Uh, I don't want to you know typecast you into an area, but what's the DMV? You know, uh, you know, beer scene like what? Um, what? It's young. Yeah. The two oldest breweries are basically ten years old with DC Brow, Port City Brewing Company. Yeah. And I think Lost Rhino is right behind them. Their Lost Rhino is pretty close to us. Uh, Port City's in Alexandria. So th- th- there's a bunch of laws that were changed maybe eight years ago where breweries in Virginia did not have to serve food if you're yes. considered manufacturing. And that was our boon for, you know, went, went from 50 breweries in the state to like 200 pretty fast. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, so... At first, this, about six, seven years ago, if you went around to the brewery, you would think it was a land of Kolsch because it seemed everyone <laughs> was doing a Kolsch or some sort. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not opposed. <laughs> That's so, cool. so when did this whole idea of Rocket Frog come from? Were you guys homebrewing or something? Or um, So my brother and I were involved with a kind of a video blog on YouTube called uh, Better Beer Authority. Okay. And it was a blind review TV show started by my friends James Knott in Ohio. And um, it became a blind review TV show. He used to work for Larry King Live, so oh. it was talk show format. Very cool. Did you get but Larry we, King on at all? No. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember if he... <laughs> you know, one of my brothers had, in one of his wedding videos, he actually got Larry King to narrate it once. Oh, oh that's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. Um... But yeah, so he said so the production value was really good. He built a set. Yeah. And I think doing the blind reviews really got us, you know, the, the breweries really liked us. A lot of the fans did it. He's <laughs> like, oh, how could you give my favorite beer a low score? Yeah. Like, hey, it was a blind review. It was about as. Right, right. And that got my brother and I, once James stopped in Ohio, we brought it to Virginia. But we ended up interviewing people like Sam Caligione. In uh, in Delaware and Dogfish Head, okay, and then we went and interviewed the owners of Founders in 2012. And I think we were where where we were interviewing them. My brother leans over and says, "Hey, let's open a brewery." He's like, "Sure, <laughs> let's, let's do that." <laughs> and um, I thought he, you know, everyone wants to do that. And he ended up taking classes at Portland State University. Okay, I I was running my parents business at the time no one was going to go under in a few years just the way technology and video content market was going mm-hmm. and so i just picked up a lot of other stuff like in the peripheral of the craft beer industry 
So six years a week from the day he said that we opened. Holy <laughs> wow. cow. That's yeah. awesome. Nice. So nice. that was, uh, so yeah, so May, so we just passed our third year anniversary mm-hmm. last week. Congrats. Congratulations. Congrats. So Rocket Frog Bearing, you, you mentioned Nudist Colony was never considered as a, as a name. Uh, <laughs> no. But why, why Rocket Frog? Uh, where did that come from? So we were, my brother and I, he's a surf a lot. And so we we're trying to think of surfing theme names and nothing was sticking. And by the, time, when the business plan was done and we started getting uh, investor money and we're like, all right, we have to put this into a bank account. So it means you have to have a real LLC and and it's becoming real. So what is our name? And I had changed my fantasy football team name a couple of years ago to Rocket Frog after an incident that happened in Wild Island, Virginia, which yeah. I didn't know where it was when it happened. I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So as a joke, I emailed him, hey, how about Rocket Frog Brewing Company? Imagine the fun we could have with it. <laughs> and he responded with one word, sure. <laughs> <laughs> then you were stuck with it. Done. Yeah. <laughs> but then we realized... Um, so when I, I met with, we're in Loudoun County, so when I met with them, they're like, you know, I bet Orbital ATK, who's a Loudoun County business, developed the rocket, and they did. They're now owned by Northrop Grumman, but so they're a mile and a half from our brewery. Oh. It's a lot, yeah, that launch, so it was a launch that blasted a frog into the air and a photobomb. Um, okay. And it became a news story. <laughs> and so that, that happened in Virginia, and then the launch happened on our birthday. Wow! Wow! So that was all really meant to be then. <laughs> you like had a lot of uh, stars aligned kind of things. Everyone said it was kismet, and I had to go look up what kismet meant. Yes. So. <laughs> I still don't actually know what that means. So if you want to tell me, you know, we can do it off air. Fate, maybe. Fate. Yeah, fate. Cool. Cool. <laughs> you know what? We're going to discuss what kismet actually means while our sponsors are playing. So, sound guy Ryan, take it take away. It away. Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers! Cheers. Our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BREWS for 10% off your online order today. Shirts on Tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers. Each month, Shirts on Tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design. We've been teamed up with Shirts on Tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners. To get your first shirt for $5 off, go to the link in our description below and use the promo code. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. All right, so we know what kismet means. Does not mean I'm going to use it in a sentence. I hope no, our listeners not will gonna try it. never hear us say, like, <laughs> well, that's kismet. 
we have two more interviews tonight, so I am going to try to throw it in. Though. We will. We, we will. should do like a Matt Bingo and try to throw it in. Like, oh, that's that was Kismet. We'll, we'll, like, we'll make yeah, one up. It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we got to do it. <laughs> so, Richard, I am curious. Um, starting a brewery with your twin brother, right? That's are you guys like best friends? I've grown up with twins who are <laughs> either best friends <laughs> or twins that are just not best friends. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're best friends. Cool. That's awesome. So I would say, yeah. So you're still oh, friends. We yeah, we're still friends. <laughs> good, you know, we, good. We get after it a little bit more now than, you know, we used to, but it's still all in this fact that we have the same goal right. with the brewery yeah. and, and such. And then, you know, he's got more stock in, to it than I do, so I understand Definitely. You know, we're, we're seeing, you know, if something happens or whatever. It affects which, him quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what are what is your brewery known for? Um, are you guys, you know, a lager brew house? Are you an IPA brew house? So, you know? Well, we we kind of do everything. We're oh, cool. we're known for our brown ale. Nice, nice. that's um, awesome. That's really cool. Four months after we opened, we won a GABF bronze. Oh, that's, that's awesome. And yeah, it was it, it was a game changer for us, and it was a really cool moment. And then last year we got a silver for it. Oh wow. wow. So it's so, so good. <laughs> so, it wasn't, so, it wasn't, so it wasn't a fluke. Right, right. <laughs> and um, yeah, so, so that um, we've, we do our hazy IPAs, but we're really stuck to our guns on like our flagships, our West Coast clear IPAs. Nice. Uh, we have um, our loggers have gotten really good. Yeah. And, and so are our goods. I kind of have a philosophy trying to have a beer for everybody. Definitely. Hmm. We appreciate and, that. Yeah. yeah, and we have a flagship model with four flagships, and then kind of rotating in seasonals. Oh, nice, nice. Where are your flagships right now? Uh, Helenor, it's a Hellas Munich Lager, uh, the Wild Island Brown Ale, Antieri's mm-hmm. uh, IPA, more old school West Coast IPA, and then Angry Angry Alice Double IPA. Nice. Um, curious on the names, Helenor. Where are you guys getting these names? Do they have any meaning, family names? So Helenor a... is named after my niece, Eleanor. Yeah. <laughs> Ang- Angry Angry Alice is Alice's. Uh, is Eleanor's sister? Okay. Oh, get out. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So my niece, and then uh, Wallops Island is where that launch happened. Yeah. Uh, and Tari's is a rocket that Northrop Grumman continuously launches now. Oh, nice. Out of uh, the Wallops Island Spaceport. Hmm. They, they do resupply missions to International Space Station. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah, That's cool. So, That's rad. So we, we try, you know, we think of naming beers to either be the hardest or easiest yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the more different beers we have, it becomes harder. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. So I am curious about, you know, uh, you mentioned a beer for everyone. What are you doing to ensure that, you know, your brewery is, is for everyone, uh, whether it's your patrons or your your, um, your employees? I mean, it's definitely a very poignant question right now. Yeah. Um, you know, we, it's, it, we extend that philosophy to treating everybody. You know, we, we want to please, it's like, we can't please everybody, but we want something for everyone as much as possible. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, we treat people with respect. So when, when people come in, the thing is don't judge them. And, you know, like, Oh, you, you know, the worst, the, the most annoying thing a customer says to me is, 
oh, what's it? Like, especially some of the guys, you know, like, oh, what are the girl beers? What are the chick beers? <laughs> and I'm like, and I'll tell them, like, beer doesn't have gender. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. And such, but, you know, the, the question to ask somebody is, what do you normally drink or what do you like to drink? Right. It's, it's find out about the customer and not to assume anything. Yeah. Because, I mean, especially with, Northern Virginia is a really diverse area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the lines blur a little more west and south of where we are. So I think we benefit from that in, in you know, being an environment and such. So that it's, it's kind of that's the attitude of how we treat everybody is, what, you know, what do you do? What do you like? Um, yeah. yeah. And go from there. And, yeah, so, and we, we're pretty small staff three full time and we just brought on our fourth bartender. Oh wow, yesterday. still pretty small one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I am curious. Um I, I think of the DMV area as a as a um I hate to say like fluid, but I mean, I, I feel like people stay there and it's very traveled, right? There's a lot of business that goes in there and, and there's like hotels everywhere. Going. Yeah, coming and going, yeah. right? Um, do you see a lot of that traffic or do you see just it's, a lot of, of so locals? I, I'm a, I'm a, I was actually born in D.C. and grew up inside the Beltway. Oh, nice. So okay. I'm a rarity that has Washington, <laughs> D.C. on my passport. Yeah. yeah. So out, out, we're in Loudoun County, so we're a couple counties outside of D.C. And this is like East Coast. Uh, what's it, Silicon Valley? Uh, over eighty percent of the world's internet traffic comes to this county and the data centers. So. That's the data center that. Oh man, we have something that like. <laughs> what is it? What was it called? What I don't know. What's what going was on? the town that we would see? Like, oh, there's a million listens for the Brewers podcast, and we'd be like, oh, we're the most popular oh, podcast in the world. Ashburnville, yes. Well, there's no Ville, but it's. I mean, that, it's Ash- about yeah. a mile. Yeah, yes. It's a mile. Yeah. And that's what made finding a location so hard because yeah. competing against all these uh, data centers. But so that's one okay. industry. And then you also have the federal employees and certain jobs are cyclical every four to eight years, depending on if they are Re-elected. appointed or not. Yeah. 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 You know, you'll see up, you know, in, up until after Obama, though, it's funny. You would see a lot of Illinois license plates. And when Bush was around, you saw Texas license plates <laughs> all over the place. And then you, with Trump, you saw a lot of blackout license plates. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's kind of interesting that way. But, you know, there is D- – Washington, D.C. is a great city on its own when you get away from, you know, the, the tourists and the government part. It's, yeah. It's a really fun place to be. And Northern Virginia has gotten really awesome, too. Um, oh, I've been to Alexandria before. The restaurant scene there is awesome. The nightlife. I mean, it, it, when I went six years ago, I was like, where this area is missing breweries. And now it's good to hear that you guys are kind I of mean, growing. There is a couple there in the peripheral. Uh, yeah. Port City, and you may have heard Vaseline Brewing is, yep. is there. So, uh but yeah, it's really expensive though. <laughs> so <laughs> you won't see many production breweries there. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely not. Um, so speaking in the like the realm of politicians and all that stuff, have you had the opportunity to serve any senators, House members, or anyone that's of notoriety politically? I I don't. I know we've had some state politicians come in. We we get emails and calls. Hey, can you host? Can you host an event for us? Yeah. And, you know, we, 
that we always say no to because it's we're if we were closer into the city, the political beliefs of our environment change. But out here, it's fifty-fifty split. So you have to, you know you can't really do it as much as we want it one way or another. Mm-hmm. So we'll stay out of it in that realm. But when it comes yeah. to like social justice, that that shouldn't be politics. Yeah. But gotcha. we, we've seen so we're funny thing. Ashburn is where the Washington football team once used to be the Redskins. Their their training facilities around here. So oh. so we've seen a couple football players nice. in here. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're, they're hard to miss because they're so big. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you guys need a new quarterback, <laughs> but we do yeah. too. We do too here in, in New England. So it's fine. It's fine. We can yeah. talk about that. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But we need new ownership too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's kind of funny how they're out here. But um, most of the politicians, uh, they're they're closer into the city. Or yeah, they in, probably have other places. Or in Great Falls, where it's higher rent area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we we talked about the beers that you're brewing. I do want to talk about what's next for Rocket Frog, but we have to have a word from our sponsors. So Ryan, take it away. Take it away. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brood sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. We are back. Sound guy Ryan, thank you for doing that as always. As always. Yeah. So Richard, <laughs> we were talking about what's next for uh Rocket Frog. Um and right now what system are you brewing on? What what uh so we have an oversized fifteen barrel uh specific mechanical system, steam jacketed. Ooh, uh, so we've got the lauder mash ton, the kettle, and we have the whirlpool. Yeah. Um, so I could smell it through the office that they just put the hop additions into the Czech Pilsner in the brewery. <laughs> so, That's um, awesome. Which I think I sent you guys to Canada. Yeah, yeah. We'll, was, we'll be digging into those real soon. Yeah. yeah, that was one of our fastest moving beers. So Really? Yeah. Meant to That's be a awesome. But yeah, it was, our brewer really nailed that one. Um, so right now we're kind of, we had our production meeting for the rest of the summer and fall last week. So... Uh, the distribution is expanding and we're close to maxed out in size so it's keeping up with our four flagships plus popping out um, you know we have a Goza series called Kai Goza to the Beach it's named after our brewer's son Kai which means ocean in Hawaiian so um, kind of planning that like we just released two yesterday it's planning the later ones in the summer and what to do in the fall Um, doing pop-up beer gardens once a month throughout the summer in old town alexandria 
Oh, cool. So yeah, so nice. um, so I'm planning on that. It's kind of cool to have a permit to allow me to do that. So definitely, the first one is reggae themed, <laughs> June 12. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, so that to me, that's my big focus. And the brewers are, um, yeah. So we're we're gonna pump out like variations of our similar beers yeah. uh, right now, and because distribution's really ramping back up as everything's opening up and. I think all of us are caught. Like we still don't know the right ratio of <laughs> yeah. canning, canning right. versus kegging, and yeah, you know, versus. And now, you know, we're we're more popular now here, so we're running out of, you know, we're running out of draft faster. Right, yeah. right. Good problems to have, but there's still problems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you have any um, new distribution plans coming up, or just kind of staying in your so, area? Um, I think offline I was telling you how we were in. Delaware, but our distributor acquired, they're a small distributor, but they acquired another small distribution company mm-hmm. out of Richmond, and they just moved a guy down to Virginia Beach and Tidewater area. There's a lot of accounts there, so nice. um, so that's, it's kind of nice that we're uh, within the same state, but it's a completely different market. Yeah. Mm. We also don't have to fill out any TTB forms to be <laughs> down there or right. any extra ABC right. forms. Yes. Um, so it's a nice natural progression. Um, and we're also in, in Washington, D.C. I'd, I'd love to get into suburban Maryland also. Mm. Yeah. At some point, we keep getting asked. But really, we have, we have to take care of our lines here and then what we're doing in distribution first. Yeah. Maybe we get new tanks, bigger tanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because we just got two small five-barrel tanks. Ooh, nice. That uh, Russell Carpenter had brewed can mess around with and yeah. put in a, a Flanders Red in them already. Sweet. Right. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Love it. It is cool yeah. to hear that you guys are brewing beers that I wish some More of our breweries are around doing. here. Yeah, brewing. no. Yeah. You guys have a great variety. It's really cool. You know, it's funny. We, I, I never felt like we were, I was a traditionalist when it came to beer until we opened up and I realized, like, realized what I really loved and well, we do put out the hazies, and we just did our first Kavikis IPA. Yeah, we still kind of stick do. to our, yeah, but we still stick to the guns of, you know, what we were drinking. I guess before 2015, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I see the I see the trend circling back to those beers, the cleaner beers, and so have we. Yeah, yeah, which is nice to see. I think. <laughs> Do you see um, yourself as more drinking those styles at home? You know, are you drinking those Flanders Reds? You drinking the brown ales, the Kolsch's, or are you, what are you drinking at home? So I'm not. I've never been a huge brown ale fan. So our brewer, he had a. He was an act. Actually, have you guys heard of True West in Acton, Massachusetts? Yeah, yeah, actually, I've been there a few times. So he came from. We got him from there a few oh, years ago. All uh, right. Um, nice. So he sent us a growl of that brown ale, and I was like, okay, this isn't just any malt, you know, malt backbone brown ale. Yeah, yeah. There's some good stuff to it. But I find myself at home drinking lagers these days, uh, especially Pilsners and Mm -hmm. Hellas. Um, I'm a West Coast IPA guy. Um, But also kind of, in Gozas, I drink a lot of Gozas. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I find myself drinking mostly when I'm not at the brewery. Yeah. Now, has anyone done any blind taste tests of your beer that you've agreed with or disagreed with? I don't know. No, I know people have done, you know, 
reviews are, and things. Yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen a bad one yet. There we go. Uh, which, or, or I just blocked it out. Right, but, right, right. Yeah. You know, you see, you see enough bad reviews on Untapped and whatever, and yes, uh, you know, you kind of just. To me, you just shut it off. Like, yeah. Okay, you know, it's. It's not for um, everyone, I guess. <laughs> it is. You know, I think everyone uses Untapped their own personal way. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what sucks is there are people who judge based on ratings of that when so many people use that as their own personal guideline right. rather than anything else. Yeah. Right. So. Um, so our podcast obviously located in Massachusetts. We are Massachusetts heavy with the breweries that we interview. We obviously want our listeners to go out and go to the, your area. Um, but a lot of times I always want a guide. I'm going to Philly this weekend. I want to know the best places to go, where the best place to get a cheeseburger is, yeah. where the best place is to you know get that local drink, uh, where can you get the best breakfast when you're hungover in the morning. Uh, Richard, tell us those places. Okay. Um, it's a pretty... Washington DC area is pretty big, but you know, honestly, it's like come to Rock and Frog, we're great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you come to Loud, like to Loudon County, we share a parking lot with Crooked Run Brewing. They have a completely different beer program than okay. us, so it's so you can hit two radically different breweries in the same parking lot. Nice. Um, but if I were saying you have 24 hours in the D- DC area, um, I would stick stick to the city distribution laws are kind of wild there <laughs> so you can find a lot of stuff you can't find elsewhere yeah um, um the bar the bars are finally opening up again and there's some great mm-hmm. bars um but i would say for dirty breakfast go to ben's chili bowl it's a Ooh. dc institution for half smokes and chili cheese dogs nice uh definitely go there uh look at any jose andreas owned restaurant um, I think I don't know if you've heard of the World Central Kitchen, which he opened last year. Uh, he's a phenomenal humanitarian guy. He's from Good Spain, time. but he um, donates so like the earthquake in uh, or not the the big hurricane in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. He went and set up kitchens there. It oh, just nice. made meals for people. But his restaurants are phenomenal. Yeah, uh, they're not the biggest beer selection, but if you want good food, right, go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you mentioned one place in particular. We obviously want our listeners to go to your place. So where are yeah. you physically located? We are uh, in, we are on the two two five six zero Glen Drive, Suite one hundred three. Look for a brand new deck out front. It's about a month <laughs> old. Um, we have food trucks on the weekends, and we're doing a lot of fun pairings. We're doing cheese and beer pairings now. Oh, nice. Uh, I've got a macaron beer pairing coming up. Um, yeah, so follow us on uh, at Rocket Frog Beer for on all the socials. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually Facebook and Instagram are the big ones. Yeah. Same for us. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We haven't nice. figured out Twitter yet. We're trying. Yeah. We're trying. <laughs> I think it's more for the beer personalities than the actual brewers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We keep tweeting. Yeah, nobody's same. retweeting us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I get the same four guys retweeting yeah, us. Yeah, same. Awesome. Yeah, so, so that uh, we're open seven days a week. Um, Perfect. Oh, yeah, so so give us the yeah, come on, come on. Let me know what you think. Uh, We'll we'll definitely send our people there and uh, maybe we'll make our way we'll down. We'll stop there. by yeah, sometime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're ten minutes from uh, one of the airports, so uh, oh, perfect. 
Yeah, so just yeah. flew up the Gulf Stream, fly there. There's an executive terminal yes. over here. Yeah. <laughs> Easy peasy. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Love it. So cool. I'm good. Yeah, Hi, that was Richard. great. Thank you for doing this. Thank you so hey, much, Richard. Thanks for having me. It's a lot of fun. Anytime. Erica. Oh, right. Yes. Our last question. I almost kind of spaced out on that one. Thanks. Um, we always like to ask our uh, guests, what are you most proud of? What am I most proud of? Um, I think still being open after three years. Yeah. Well, if you're, I mean, if you're yeah. saying what am I most proud of in terms of... Uh, Does anything. Or, or own anything. What um, are you I, proud of? I hit a three-point shot once in eighth grade. <laughs> that was pretty like, cool. <laughs> it was, I mean, I, I, it went to the wrong basket, but so. no, I, th- I think what I'm pretty proud of because now beers become more than just my life is that we still have the same head brewer, tapper manager, and a couple other people from the beginning. That's and cool. uh, you know, the way we've all you know stuck together and are still plugging away and evolving is really. You know, when you when you dream about opening a brewery, then you actually are opening. It's different. Yeah, so, and so it's great. awesome that you're giving people a source of income and a quality of life to to support themselves. It is. It is. Definitely. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, we want all our listeners to make it down to Rocket Frog Brewing Company, uh, and if you do, let them know that we sent you because. Yeah. Uh, we try to send people to the best breweries. Always. Always. And uh, I know we're enjoying the beer that you sent us, and hopefully we make our way down there and we get to have a beer with you, Richard. Yeah, don't be, don't be a stranger. Or if you guys are just in the area and can't come out, I'll, I'll meet you out. All right. <laughs> I, I need to get out of there. Sounds the good. Yeah, sounds good. Take us around. Sounds yeah. good. All right. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. Well, that was an awesome episode featuring our new friends down in Sterling, Virginia, Rocket Frog Brewing Company. It's awesome to check another brewery off the list of 50 states for 50 breweries, um, and we are having a fun time doing that. We can do that only because of amazing support from our listeners. We're also going to be celebrating a huge milestone for breweries in our area. 30 years of Portsmouth Brewing. That's amazing. So we're going to be talking with owner Peter, and you might have heard about him. He's pretty cool. And P-Brew's been doing some pretty cool stuff for a lot of years. So we're excited for it, and we're going to tell the story of Portsmouth Brewing next week. Cheers.